The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx. Check out our other podcasts as well as check out djosephdesign.com, my own website. That's where I design stuff for you. I can design your podcast site, a presentation, cover art for your podcast, or whatever you need to make your podcast look great. Or I can make your podcast sound great too. Just check out my portfolio at djosephdesign.com and contact me through all of the normal means that I always share within the episode. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 27, five New Year's resolutions for podcasters. Welcome back to another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle. That's my name on Twitter, by the way, twitter.com slash The Ramen Noodle. Please follow me. And my comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle, and more stuff at noodle.mx, the Noodle Mix Network. I have a really, really awesome Audacity tip to share with you in this episode. But I'll get to that later on in this episode, because first I want to talk about something very timely. At the time of recording this episode, it's January 3rd, so a lot of people by now are already failing at their New Year's resolutions. That sounds mean, but you know it's probably true. There are probably a lot of people who are resolving making resolutions based on health things. Like, I want to lose five pounds, or I want to stop eating this, or I need to start working out, or I need to do this or that. If you make a resolution, a great way to keep those New Year's resolutions is tell people about them and be accountable with them for those New Year's resolutions. That way people can ask you, hey, how are you doing on that? And don't necessarily think of them as New Year's resolutions that you only have to make once a year, but make them every week or every month or every day. Resolve to do those things that you want to do to change and improve your life. Now, this isn't a balanced living podcast. This is a podcast about podcasting and audacity. So I will share with you five ways, five different New Year's resolutions for podcasters, things that can help you get better as a podcaster. And then I have this totally odd, totally awesome audacity tip that I've never heard anyone else share this tip. I've heard other people say this is a problem with audacity, but never has anyone said, but you can do this. And I'll share that tip with you later. It's about recording. First of all, did that whet your appetite? First of all, let's get into this. Five New Year's resolutions for podcasters. This is in no particular order necessarily, and you can rearrange these however you want. These are not my New Year's resolutions completely. I have others beyond this. Some are personal that I'm not going to share. Personal like personal goals for my professional life, but I don't want to share them here yet. But these are things that I'm looking to constantly 
keep as the goals in my life and for my podcast. And I suggest that you make these, these are five rather suggestions for you and your resolutions for your podcast, or let's call them goals, five goals for your podcast. And you know what? These are achievable. If you're looking to lose a hundred pounds in 2011, then I really hope you can reach that goal. It's a very tough goal to reach. These five New Year's resolutions that I'll share with you are easy to reach. But yes, it takes some work. Number one, be consistent. If you have a podcast, be consistent with your podcast. By that, I mean your schedule. Try to be consistent in recording your podcast. If you try to do a weekly podcast, it will be very hard to keep that podcast weekly unless you schedule it. There are a lot of things in life that we want to do on a regular basis, but we fail at these things because we don't make time for these things on a consistent basis or we don't, we sacrifice them or we compromise them too quickly. If you want to make your podcast improve, I suggest be consistent could be one of your New Year's resolutions for your podcast. If you say you're going to podcast weekly, pick a day and a time and stick to it. Even publish that and say, I'm going to record my podcast at this time on this day every week. Doing it live really helps because people come to depend on you. That's why... (laughs) A couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago, I'd forgotten to put up the note on my live page to say that we were skipping a week or not skipping a week that we were going to be postponed a day. I'd forgotten to put that up on the live page. I tweeted about it, but I didn't put it on the live page. And someone came to the page because I have this reputation of being consistent recording at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on Monday nights. Someone came to the page expecting to see the podcast and it wasn't there because I didn't, I wasn't podcasting that night. I was going to a movie screening, I think, or a Christmas party, and I forgot to put up a note. Well, they came there because I was consistent. And unfortunately, it kind of damaged a first impression there. Because although I'm usually consistent, I didn't make a note of when I couldn't be consistent. But when, that's, that's an exception to the rule to the resolution. Try to be consistent. Schedule a time. Back when I first started the ramen noodle in 2007, my clean comedy podcast, I really struggled to release episodes. For one, it took a long time to put out episodes, but also I was not consistent. I would do things like I would say, all right, that's it. I want to record an episode every two weeks. You know how long that list lasted? Uh, Once. It would be three or four weeks later and I'd come back and I'd say, oh man, this is fun. It takes a lot of work, but it's fun. So I want to record every two weeks starting now. Two weeks later, nothing. The hard thing about it is to be consistent when you don't specifically make time for it. The same thing goes for other things in life like exercise or 
if if you're religious, having your devotion time when you might read uh, scripture or do something else, self-improvement, whatever it might be that you want to do on a regular basis, if you don't schedule and make specific time for it, then you're not going to accomplish it because it will be just thrown out at the end of the day. And I mean that phrase literally at the end of the day. I, I really don't like hearing the phrase at the end of the day. Moving on. Number two, improve your production. Even the best podcasters can find ways to improve their production. Now, I am not among the best podcasters. I Honestly, I would say I'm a good podcaster. I've got nice equipment here. But I'm still always looking for ways that I can improve my production. Now, that doesn't only mean the audio part of my podcast. Just in the chat room before I recorded this episode, someone in, was in there as a one of those, uh, probably a longtime listener. They said they listened to some episodes, but first time viewer of the live episode. And they shared some comments on how the live recordings that I do on Monday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on noodle.mx slash live, how I could improve those in some ways for the people who just watch it live. And he brought up, or she brought up some very good points and some things that I've kind of thought, yeah, I want to do that sometime, or I'll do that when I rearrange the studio or blah, 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 whatever. But those are some ways I can improve my production that's not related to the actual audio that you hear. And it's not related to the website, but it's only related to the people who watch it live. I want to look for ways to improve the entire production, and I suggest you do that too. Look at how you're producing your audio, how you are recording things, the equipment that you have. Look at your website. What are ways that you can improve? I'm a web designer, and there are always ways that I'm thinking of improving my site. The hard thing about it, this goes back to that first thing I said, being consistent. The hard thing about trying to improve the site Noodle Mix, which I I really want to finish certain things about it and improve a lot of things about the Noodle Mix website, noodle.mx. The hard thing about it is making time for it. Unless I specifically set aside time, it's never going to get done. So look for ways to improve your production. Your audio equipment could be one way. Maybe consider upgrading your equipment so you can improve. Maybe learn some new techniques about how you can improve your production. It could be as simple as trying to record yourself a couple feet, a couple more feet away from the computer just to eliminate some of the computer noise. It could be that simple, just moving things. Or it could be stand up when you're recording your podcast or try to be more energetic in your production and in your podcasting. Try to improve your production. Secondly, or thirdly, improve your content. People often say content is king. And in podcasting, content and quality, I think, are kind of very equal because there are so many podcasts out there about everything, it seems. If your podcast isn't very good quality, it won't be listened to. But you could have the best quality podcast And if your content isn't very good, then people aren't going to want to listen to you. Look for ways to improve your content. You could do this by having co-hosts 
or getting more suggestions from your listeners, or maybe even change your format completely, or just shorten your podcast. If you try to do an hour-long episode and find yourself struggling with producing good content for an hour-long episode, why not just shorten the episode? Make it a half-hour episode or shoot for 15 minutes, whatever. It would be better that you have shorter quality content than long, dragged-out content, or as they say it out here, drugged-out content, out here meaning Kentucky. Also, so number one, be consistent. Number two, improve your production. Number three, improve your content. Number four, network with other bloggers and podcasters. How many podcasters or bloggers do you know who talk about the same thing as you do? If you meet others like that, don't see them as competition because they're not you. No one else is you, so you really have no competition. Be the best you that you can be because you can be a better you than anyone else can be a better you. So don't see other bloggers and podcasters out there as competition. See them as potential allies and people that you can network with and help each other. I'm podcasting about podcasting, but I still listen to other podcasters out there. Like, I'll, t- I'll tell you the podcasts I listen to about podcasting. I listen to Podcasters Emporium. I listen to the Pod Faded, although they recently released one episode, Podcast 411. I listen to, of course, Podcast Answer Man, Cliff Ravenscraft. He's a friend of mine. He helped me get started in podcasting. I listen to Podcast Starter from James Kennison over at nlcast.com. And I listen to the Podcaster Studio and Podcasting Quick Tips. And I am forgetting an episode or some shows that I listen to. But I listen to these other podcasts about podcasting because I want to improve my podcast and improve the quality and Also, I try to network with these people, not because I want to take over their podcast or gain their listeners. Oh, Podcasting Advisor and Podcasting from Scratch. Those are the other couple podcasts about podcasting in addition to, of course, David Jackson's School of Podcasting. And someday, maybe I'll do an episode just about podcasts about podcasting. That would be so meta, wouldn't it? So I don't see these people as competition. I see them as allies because we each, sometimes we bounce off of each other. Sometimes one of them will say something and I'll disagree with it. So I want to talk about it in my episode and give my opinion on it. Or I might say something and it gives them an idea to uh, respond in their episode. Or they say something that I hadn't thought of and it gives me a new idea and I try to share it and give them credit for coming up with the idea and all of that. So they're not my competition. They're ways that we can work together. And I think it would be awesome if all of us who podcast about podcasting could get together for a roundtable discussion about the weather. No, about podcasting. And it would be, oh, we might geek out too much. I warn you, if that happens, then hide your kids and hide your wives because the world just might end if all of us podcasters got together to podcast about podcasting, podcasting podcasters, that is. So network with other bloggers and podcasters, promote their work and 
maybe they'll return the favor a little bit and promote your work as well. When you network with them, don't do it for greedy reasons. Do it because you want relationships, you want friendships, and you want to benefit from these other people. And perhaps you can help them too by sending listeners their way or giving them tips as well. Like I said, started to say earlier, I podcast about podcasting and I'm a web designer. I was a web designer long before I was a podcaster and also a media producer. I produced some videos and 3D animations and stuff. So I approach podcasting from a different perspective, ways that I think I can help podcasters out there better than other podcasters can is because I'm a web designer, I think a lot about how a website could work. So there's no other person like that right now in the podcasting realm of podcasting about podcasting and talking about web design with it. And this is a way that I could even help other podcasters or network with other bloggers and podcasters and help them improve their content and they can help me improve mine. So look for ways to network with them, but don't just look for people in your field. Look for people out of your field as well, whether it be something related like just another technology field or something completely different. If you podcast about technology and you want to get to know someone who podcasts about religion, then you could network with them and build some relationships and help each other out. Look for ways to network with other bloggers and podcasters. That's number four. Number five, create or update a promo and about page. Does your podcast have a promo? I'm sad to say that only one of my podcasts has a current promo. I just, it's one of those things I haven't made the time to finish producing the other promos for the other podcast. Are You Just Watching is the only show that has a promo, but the promo for it is the exact same promo that we've had ever since we started, which was in 2009. So the promo is two years old, almost. It's time to update it. If you have a promo, consider updating it. Record something new. Maybe you have better hardware, better software, better editing techniques, better songs, better whatever, better content, hopefully. So improve your promo. Also take a look at your about page. I forget who it was now. Maybe it was Chris Brogan or one of those really popular social media bloggers showed this overlay of website stats on his page and showed where people click the most often. And the number one most often clicked page was the about page. If people don't know about your podcast and they come to your site, how are they going to find out what your podcast is about? They would probably click on the about page. It seems really logical and obvious, but sometimes we just don't put the time into it necessary. So make sure that you have an about page, that it's prominent and that it is updated and describes your podcast. I recently looked through my about page for the Noodle Mix Network, updated some things, and I'm looking at rearranging and rewriting some of the descriptions for the podcasts in the Noodle Mix Network because there will be some new podcasts coming on soon. And I want to make sure that everything is easy to read, looks attractive, it's understandable, and all of that. 
So look for ways to create or update your promo and your about page. I'd say update your about page first because the last thing you want is people hearing a short something about your podcast and a promo. They come to your site and then they can't figure out anything else about your podcast. I've seen podcasts before where I go on the website and all that they have on their website is their podcast name, some kind of picture, and then their episodes. And you know what their episodes are called? Episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four. Show notes, forget it. There aren't any show notes there. They have just episode title, or not even title, just episode number and nothing. It's really easy in WordPress or in any, almost any blogging software, podcasting uh, platform on the web to be able to add an about page. Write that about information. Write about your podcast. Tell people what it's about and why they should listen. Make it compelling so that they want to listen to your podcast or know what your podcast is about or your blog. And I'll give you a little bonus tip here. Bonus New Year's resolution. This kind of fits under improve your production is improve your show notes too. If you just write a, this is an episode, like show notes, like this is an episode where we talk about this stuff. Consider writing a little bit more, making it more like a blog. Consider that not necessarily a resolution, but it's a way that you can improve your production, increase that quality there. So five New Year's resolutions for podcasters. Be consistent, improve your production, improve your content, network with other bloggers and podcasters, and create or update a promo and your about page. Now, I want to show you and tell you about something really handy that you can do in Audacity that will revolutionize your recording. Now, this is for people who record with Audacity. It won't necessarily work. It won't help you at all if you don't record with Audacity, but many people record straight into Audacity. And there is a certain thing about Audacity. One of those is that when you press record, it creates a new track in Audacity. If you click stop, it finishes that track. Click record again. When you press record, it creates a new track in And you're overhearing some of my audio there because it's coming through and replaying it as I'm recording a new track. And it will just keep doing that over and over and over, layering tracks and creating new tracks whenever I record in Audacity. That's not the way that you want to do it, probably, because if you've stopped your recording, chances are you want to add to your recording. Do you know the word for adding to a recording or adding to the end of something is you append it? Well, next time you're recording into Audacity and you need to stop it and continue again, try this little trick. There are two ways to do this. Well, for one, when you click record, Instead of just clicking the button, you could press the R button on your keyboard, but click or start recording and you will be recording, blah, 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 whatever you're recording. When you click stop, 
your recording has stopped. Don't click record, just straight record again. But instead, hold down the shift key on your keyboard. This works for Windows or Macs. Hold down shift and either click the record button or press R on your keyboard. And it will append your recording to the currently selected track. This is revolutionary. No one else have I heard talk about this. Most people I hear talk about recording in Audacity mention its shortcomings of whenever you record, it creates a new track. So you have all of these tracks lined up together and it starts to layer them together and move them around and all of this stuff. And it gets really messy and you have to move all of these things around. No, you don't have to do that at all. So once again, this is when you record, go ahead and stop your recording if you need to, or you can pause it, but go ahead. If you stop it, that's all right, because you can hold down the shift button and then press record or shift and press R. They do the same thing. And your recording resumes from the end of your currently selected track. It appends your new recording. It doesn't even separate them, which that might be a good thing or that might be a bad thing depending on your perspective. But this is as if you've pressed the pause button, but you've actually completely stopped recording and you can make some edits in your Audacity program, edit some things out, move some things around, whatever. You don't even have to position your cursor at the end of your track. Your cursor can be anywhere in your track. The cursor is that little line, or it's also called a selection tool. It's that little line that's somewhere in your track. That doesn't have to be in the end because your recording will be appended to your file. That means it will be added to the end of whatever is going on in the current track. Just hold down shift press record, and it starts recording from the end of that. I think this will save you a lot of time when you're recording with Audacity and a lot of frustration because instead of making all of those tracks, you're working with one single track. You can stop it whenever you want. Just press shift and record and you're fine. And this works on Windows in OS X And it probably works on Linux too, since all of them have the shift key and the key commands are pretty similar. So try that next time that you are recording with Audacity. Now, some of the things that I plan to do on the Noodle Mix network in 2011, you're going to see some changes. Well, you're If you visit the website very often, you'll see that the website will undergo some changes. There's still a lot of things I want to do on the website in 2011. Among certain things are I really need to finish making the separate themes for the separate podcasts that are on the Noodle Mix network over at noodle.mx because there's Are You Just Watching, there's the Audacity to Podcast, and there's the Ramen Noodle. And they all have very different themes like appearances. So I need to finish that appearance for all of those categories on the page. I've also considered maybe splitting up the site again or keeping them all as one site. I debate that with myself all the time. But I need to design those separate themes. I want to improve my production on the website there in that aspect. And also, I want to get more consistent with 
the struggling podcast. That is, Are You Just Watching? Which is a podcast that it's hard to be consistent with because it takes so much time to do that one, but we just have to try and schedule it, be more consistent with that. In 2011, I hope to launch at least two new podcasts. One, you wouldn't expect a podcast to happen at this point in history, but it will in 2011. The second one will be a podcast about audacity, specifically about audacity. And then a possible third podcast would be something else entertainment related. And also in 2011, and hopefully in January, I'll finish putting this together, is a new podcast or a currently running podcast will join the Noodle Mix Network. And that will be on, I'll mention it, I'll include an announcement later on when that does come to fruition. And that will be exciting to have a a fourth podcast. And it's not hosted by me, Eve Franklin, or Jeremy Laughlin. It's hosted by someone else completely different, but someone that I've gotten a relationship with and it's, we've got this podcasting thing going on and I've talked to him about joining the network and he's also been interested ever since the network started. So watch for that on noodle.mx. As always, you can follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle and also send in your feedback, questions, answers, comments, critiques, whatever you want to share, even if it's critical feedback and suggestions for how I could improve what I do. Send all of that to feedback at noodle.mx. If you have recording equipment, go ahead and record an audio file if you want and send it to that email address, feedback at noodle.mx. And I'll include that in the show. Some editing may occur just for brevity or clarity. Also, you can call in to 859-353-4332 or leave a comment on the show notes for this episode, which will be at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 27. And if I didn't mention it already, follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle and sign up for the newsletter at feedback, no, at noodle.mx, the free email newsletter. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. Thank you so much for listening.